my notes. Correct. Notes. You got notes. You know, the notes that I got from people is they like organic conversation. I ain't, I ain't read Three shit. Friends talking no, to this is, yes, this is just about the book. I got to give the overview. You got to give the overview. That's the only way I'm going to know what we're talking about. Can we yeah, exactly. spend some time talking about our first recording experience? Because I woke up, but the okay, funniest part about that to me was waking up. No, actually, we need to get this off the cuff. I want to get this on the, Okay. She gotta get it on the thing. She gotta get on the thing. You giving you giving up the, the juice, nigga. But you know how you know you, you know how I know she's old. Huh. She can't see the recording button at the top. Are you, uh, so <laughs> you, God, how long have we been recording? Yes, but we haven't introduced the podcast yet, so I assume you're gonna couple parts to the camera. We've so, been recording you. See, see, I thought you were gonna edit this. Them cat. Yeah. All right. Are we gonna do this? All right. Fuck we've it. been doing this. It's seven oh seven. So all right. So going back to what I was talking about before, I have to tell you the funniest memory to me from last week's attempt to record a podcast is waking up to Felicia's email saying that audio was not recorded. Yeah, I know. I was <laughs> like, the only thing she says, I hate y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Two, when I actually talked to her that morning, she goes, I was telling her, I was like, hey, I had so much fun. This is way funner than I thought it was gonna be. And she goes, I said I was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> she, was like, she was like, I think you think you were. <laughs> Like funny, but you guys were jacked up. <laughs> like, I can see that. So then when we heard it back, I was like, Yeah, yeah. That's so that's why, and that's why Ashley, she fucking edited so she don't sound like a dickhead. But y'all was asking me to tell my title. They're like, And what do you do? I'm like, I'm a what? <laughs> 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 that's fucking dope. That's fucking dope. Crazy. Yeah, I ain't my thought was just like, like you had a flower. I hope y'all Karen's going wild and y'all ain't going to protect you ain't even, You ain't even drinking that much right now. Oh, no, I'm getting here. No, you ain't. I know when you get there. You no, just keep I on doing that. Ashley get there and I'll be like, oh, we're, that's what we're doing. She that's usually just. Her mouth goes like this. I'm like, yo, you doing that? Okay, we doing that. My friend so her mouth gets like this when she's drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Does, yep, there it is. Yeah. And that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah I'm this ashley this is when you're this is when you're about to cue it in i felt that laugh from a different part of my soul yeah that's like, how that you was laugh a different kind of laugh yeah all right so welcome to episode one of the uh black she said she said no okay go ahead do your intro we'll let you have it I mean, you could do the intro. Welcome to Black People Fuck With Harry Potter. This is a podcast for people who want to understand why Black people fuck with Harry Potter. I'm your host, Felicia. I'm here with my co-hosts, Adrian and Ashley, because I am the host. She is what the host. Do, what else do you do? Do you edit? Do you produce? Do whatever? So you just. I mean, this was. Like, I think you should call yourself the facilitator. You're a moderator. I am your facilitator, Felicia. Here we go. Here with my co-hosts, Adrian and Ashley. So how y'all doing this week? I'm the motherfucking talent. That's what I am. I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put order packages off Amazon. I know that much. I feel like Harry when he would get all them envelopes. <laughs> I would just wake up and be like, what did I order today? I literally ordered eight. I did that like nine times last week. Balloons underwear from Amazon. Because you couldn't make it to JCPenney? She, nope, and they feel great. I got one right now. Hey, Ashley looked like she wear big ass fruit of the loon draws. Hey, if it ain't in a pack of three, it ain't for me. 
<laughs> I never had a dude be like, I ain't going in there. You got some cotton drawers on. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. You got no big yeah. drawers on. Yeah, Adrian, you ever go in there? It's like for me. You still chafing. Adrian, I don't even know why I asked you that. You've been with Jamaica since you were four, four years old. Hey, man, they put me out there because you know what? If, 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 if it should go if, 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 on, if, 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 I might be out here again, you know? She, yeah. she can hope. Listen, so last week's episode, can we talk about this? <laughs> they might like me. They might want me. Huh? Last week's episode. Yeah. I feel like what we put on the little, uh, what we're putting on is not the true representation of what we I think. I think it was like. I'm not going to lie. I, I, didn't know what I, I didn't know what we were doing. I disagree. So I was making a lot of comparisons. I disagree. I think that is the true representation of what the fuck this is going to be. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I can, a, a girl can hope, right? Felicia gives us all these goddamn rules. <laughs> Representation. Oh, what were my no no no? What were my rules? It's like a union. It's like damn. Listen, she she tells us how many chapters we need to read before we do it. I ain't reading shit. You know why? Because I. It's a typical thing to do to be like, hey I guys. read it already. You know why I read it already? Because yeah. I read it already. How, how long ago was that? It's been years. It's been years, but I still remember it always. And that's how black people are. Black people talk with Harry Potter. I'm not gonna read this podcast. Mm-hmm. Black people fuck with Harry Potter. This is a podcast for people who are interested in knowing why black people fuck with Harry Potter. And if you're interested, or if you're not interested, then this podcast isn't for you. Okay. Are there recommendations like to maybe so they should read them or so these beforehand? Or like the, the whole idea about this podcast is we are going to revisit the series. So today's podcast is based off of chapters three through five. If you have not read the books, I encourage you to read along. This is a story of all stories. Three through five of the Sorcerer's Stone, correct? Book one. Uh oh, okay. I got a hype man. I like oh, it. I'm not, I'm, I like it. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. I'm very particular about what, what you're saying. It is. Yeah, yeah. We're so we're on book you one. Work for CPS, you're very like detail oriented where you have to like, no, you have to communicate in a certain way. You guys know me so well. So if yep. you like to read along, we appreciate it. If you just want to hear us tell you about it so you don't have to do the reading, we're here for that too. That's what they and, do in church. And, and we can't guarantee that we won't spoil shit for you because we drunk. Yeah, there's spoiler alert, spoiler alert. And that's what y'all do in church because y'all don't know about Hezekiah and them. Okay, so let's talk about chapter three real quick. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to tell you guys, chapter three is basically Harry gets in a lot of trouble because of the snake incident. So we all know that in the last chapter, White people trouble or black people trouble? Oh, he got in black people trouble trouble they finally bring him out of the cupboard and say look you're getting ready to go to this public school we're going to send dudley your cousin to this private school smeltings he's all dolled up he's got his little brim hat he's walking around the house you know as they as they say he's smelling himself and uh harry walks into the kitchen and aunt petunia is dying some old clothes of dudley's in this really like gray uh what do they call that thing ritz you guys know about ritz it's 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 kelly gray Ritz is like a, a the fuck is dye. Ritz? Yeah, it's, it's like it's, I've seen it on Snap. Like people poison their husbands with Ritz. Oh, so yeah, you gotta watch out for that. <laughs> so needless to say, so one day, one day, <laughs> I was sitting there and they get the mail, 
And Dudley, uh, the uncle says, Dudley, go get the mail. He's like, why do I got to get the mail? And he's like, you're right. Henry, H Henry, Harry. See, this is what happens when you get the <laughs> Harry, get the mail. Henry? He gets the mail and he's going through the stuff and he gets a letter, right? Now, mind you, this kid lives under the stairs. So literally nobody knows he exists. So he gives the mail to him and he starts opening his mail. And Dudley, who is such a busybody, I mean, Dudley is like, this whole family is the Karen of all Karens, right? So Dudley says, like, who's, what do you got? Dad, look, Harry's got something. So immediately uh, Vernon grabs it, looks at it, and there's recognition in his eyes as to what Hogwarts is. He takes it from Harry in a deal. Harry has never wanted to know what something was so much in his whole life. This kid is the most neglected person. If you listen to our previous podcast, Ashley gave a whole dissertation about his abandonment issues. That nigga in the stairs. I cut that out though. That, that nigga in the stairs. I was, uh, she, she, uh, I was she cut, by the time I was talking about Ashley stuff. cut everything out because she didn't want to sound like an asshole like she sounded like an asshole. Well, if you missed out, Ashley has a background in knowing about this type of thing. So. She has a background of being an asshole. That's also true. <laughs> that is also, that's a fair assessment. Which goes to my topic for today, which I'm excited to talk to you guys about, but continue on. Continue on. So basically the letter says, Harry Potter under the stairs. The Dursleys are the type of people who they are so concerned about the fact that somebody knows he's living under the stairs and how that'll look that they finally moved him into their third bedroom, which has previously been Dudley's playroom. So he gets up there, he's all excited. Um, mm -hmm. Dudley throws a fit. Like if I've ever seen a child that needs to be beat, it's Dudley. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, he's just he's everything. Like the he would've been on Maury when the little girl was like, French fries, French toast. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, funny. whatever, I, I do whatever I want. I can speak French, French fries, French toast. <laughs> he's like a bad Barbie. Isn't that her name, yeah. bad Barbie? Um, bad baby. Bad, bad something. White. Look, that, that best friend song, I have to tell you, like every time I hear that song, I want to call Naiva. So the letters keep coming. It doesn't matter what he's doing. He's ripping them oh. up. It's not enough to smack. We talked about this too. This is another, this is another rule. Huh? Another rule. Side talk. Okay. Cool. Oh, look at you guys attention. You see how she's got the players? She thinks they're the producer. Oh, oh side talk. Hey, hey, hey. But what's funny is we're actually helping you. Felicia. We're going to pull some shit out from what you're talking Felicia. about. Felicia. Felicia, I know that. I'm trying to give you the material of which to pull. Okay. Felicia, when are we going to do a podcast when we all together? Go. When you guys come visit me. You know I got to nah, so But you're still on chapter three, right? Okay, so I'm still on chapter three. The letters keep coming. Vernon is losing his mind, right? So he's like ripping them up. They keep coming. Mm -hmm. So finally it comes Sunday and he's oh, like, guess what today is? You want to know why I'm in a good mood? And Harry's like, yeah, because no post comes on Sunday. Post oh, being... Oh, that was a bar. That was a no bar. No post on Sunday. He went right. cross-eyed. So he's all excited about that. The owls start coming. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, all these keep coming in. He boards up the door. Can you explain he, the importance of the owl, though? Like, owls are like Black people's pit bulls. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of those times that was such a genuine reaction that I wish if you were only listening to this on podcast, because I believe with everything in me that we're going to put this on video someday, that you could have just seen that reaction. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. It's not like a pit bull. Uh, they're like a mailman. Mm -hmm. It might be kind of, it might be like a pit bull. Yeah, might, thank you. Might, let, me, let me get an elaboration. We appreciate those particular uh, breed them animals that are our companions mm -hmm. and fucking do shit like 
Very similar to that. I mean, so so you have you listen, <laughs> listen. You have the choice of a pit uh, not people. You have cat? a choice of a cat, a goddamn owl, owl or a rat. Or toad. No. Rat was a was a rat. Toad. 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 Yeah. Toad. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. If you would have read, you know what? I'm not even gonna go oh, down there. Fucking read them. Megan's got audible now. Okay. So the owl is a very <laughs> common figure in the wizarding world, and they deliver mail. So when Vernon decides he's not gonna give Harry the mail, the wizarding world's like, oh, he's gonna get his mail. So it starts coming in in droves. He boards up the house. It still makes its way in through the uh, what do they call those fire things? Chimney. Woo! So he decides that's it. We're leaving. Is that a beer you drinking? It's a truly hard seltzer, just so you know. Oh, okay. So keep it keep it calm. Oh shit. Uh, so they he actually packs up the whole entire family and they start driving. And he's just like he's like swerving. He's taking random lefts. He don't even know where he's going. So they stop and finally he finds like the middle of nowhere. He gets this like innkeeper. He rents a place. They have to get in a boat. They have to pedal across to this little island and get in this, uh, what do you call that? Like a cabin. So, so when they're on their way, he realizes, Harry realizes, oh shoot, today is the 30th, which means at midnight, it'll be his 11th birthday. And then all of a sudden he's counting down and there's a huge knock at the door. It turns midnight and Hagrid arrives. And that's the end of chapter three. So, so, so he was just 11 years old then? He was 10 when the book started. He just turned 11 right now. So, so when the fuck, so these motherfuckers really ain't learning shit in, in school, be honest with you. He knows math and stuff. That's what he said. Yeah, but goddamn, what, listen, I got an eleven year old right now. That little nigga don't know shit. And it's eleven year, eleven, eleven. Right now? Huh? He's eleven. Bug yes. is eleven. But he also doesn't have a trauma history. But so. listen, Bug don't know shit about he's nothing. He's got to be hyper vigilant to a lot of other things. Eleven years old. I can't. They don't even let him stay at home. I can't send him to the world because he that nigga stupid. No, he's not. Don't tell nobody. Listen, don't tell nobody. I'm not going to trip like my I, I think it's most important is the boy is in the room with you. Listen. <laughs> but he got on his headphones. You know, he got his headphones on because he's stupid. He, hey, hey. That little nigga stupid as shit. So 11 years old, I don't even know. He's privileged, Adrian. No, nah, he think he is stupid. No. <laughs> he get it from his daddy. No, his daddy's fucking brilliant. I bet, Who I bet, are you whispering to? <laughs> I've been smart for a long ass time. All right, so they're, no, they're the same. They're fucking the same. Cause, oh my god! Cause, hey, this is a cover hey, art. Cause, cause, cause Ashley is a resource for like a motherfucker, and if you take that away from her, she dumb as fuck. No, I, I would say people say the opposite. People say I'm mad smart. People think I'm super smart. She's dumb as I'm shit. very resilient. And she repeats herself all the time. You know how many times we she gonna say the same shit? We gonna see. We gonna see because we're gonna do a whole bunch we'll of podcasts. Like, yeah, we're gonna come. We oh talk. Oh my gosh! And we'll just like. Hmm? Right. Yeah. Did you same shit? Wait, did you finish the overview? That was that was chapter three. That was just chapters. That was just chapter three. It's gonna be loud as it's gonna be loud as Wait, can I add something to that? Mm. Um, can you please? I think there's something that's very powerful about the title of that chapter, which is 
chapter three is called the letters for no one, right? And so think about just Harry's identity up to that point. That was the first time he ever got a letter. <laughs> Look, what I am all I felt hundred percent everything I love. Listen, that's what I'm. This is what I'm talking about, Felicia. You gave motherfuckers jobs. So now she's talking about some stupid shit I ain't ever even fucking heard of. What? That makes it. Are your hands oh, always on the job? Listen to her. Listen to her. The letter to no one, right? So think about that. That was the first time he had a letter that was addressing his name. It addressed him as Mr. H. Potter. He's probably never seen anything with his name. Right? He was a kid underneath the stairs, right? So think about how many times family or friends I'm trying to prevent you from knowing your true identity or your magical capabilities. Think about black girl magic. See, that's oh. it, man. That's that blood. That's you don't have black girl magic. You see what I'm saying? Think about how many times you're told that's wrong. Being so, being so verbal is wrong. Being, being that is aggressive. That's how they were. They were trying to dumb him down so long because they knew he was going to be great. It'd be your own kin, too. It'd be on your own Well, kin. no, they did know he was going to be great because they knew exactly what his family I don't think was. they knew that they would, he would be, like, Harry H. Potter, like, great, but, you know. Unnecessary. But I'm saying, Bunch like, of unnecessary um, shit we talking about, about right that. now. Think about how you grow up. Like, there's so many things that are already stacked against you, like, in terms of you feeling that you could be great. And that's what happened to him. But now. Harry Potter's white. I don't know if y'all didn't know that about him as a person he's he's caucasian what about that nothing my kids getting neglected every day b keeper of the keys keeper of the keys this is chapter four so hagrid walked in cliff notes hagrid is huge hagrid <laughs> is what most people would think is a giant so he busts down the door everybody's like what's going on yeah, but you know, hey, if you you can't see that us, God, Mom. you can't you can't see us, but uh, it's happening. Hagrid, it's going down. Most represents Ashley in this podcast. That. I would take that character wise, all that stuff, because I would have did everything for Book the way he did it for Harry. She's six eight. I am five seven. Four fifty. She's six eight. Four fifty. I don't tell you my whole weight, but I'm not four fifty. She's not four fifty. Adrian, she's a big girl. Starts with a two though. Point is, Hagrid is the largest. Really? Then Hagrid comes in. He recognizes Harry. He says to Harry, "Like, hey, I brought you something." He knows it's Harry's birthday. He pulls a smushed cake out of his. I don't know. Is that a cloak? Like, it's basically like a crazy kid. You know what it makes you think of is the Com Columbine kid shooter up his. Well, you're mad while and I wouldn't even do that. What? No. Listen. Listen. No. No. No, 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 no. Fuck, listen, out of all that, I want you to say the name again. Columbine. 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 Wait. Jesus Christ. Why are you saying like that? What's wrong with you? How you say it? Cucumberbine. Columbine. Huh? Col Columbine? That's yep. not how you said it. That's not how you said it the first time. That's how she said it the first time. I might have said it Columbine. Thank you guys for listening. This will be our last podcast. <laughs> this will be our last joint. Nice. I appreciate y'all. That's crazy. All right. Well, I get that. And let's, let's pull out a cake. Jesus Christ. 
Mm. Oh, no, I, listen, listen, crazy. I obviously have compassion for people of tragedy. That was not where I was going. I was talking about a <laughs> And when I said it, Ashley knew what I was talking about. So that's our political. Let me tell you guys. This is my last episode. <laughs> That's the episode today. This is the first one to get canceled. So Harry Potter uh, is now 11. And when Hagrid oh, started talking to him about his, his birthright and how he's excited, he recognizes Harry knows nothing about the Wizarding World. Yeah, they, so, they played him. They played him. No, they played him. He's going to get started because this all goes back to my Holly Juice potion of the day. So. Okay. It go, no, what it goes back to is his black girl magic. It goes back to the fact that they knew where he came from. They knew he had something special. And they were so intimidated. They didn't have that they squashed it, that they made it trivial, that they made it terrible, that they made it freak. That, those were all words that they used. And they wanted so much for him not to be able to be empowered by this that they never even told him where he came what the from. What do with black girl magic? I, I'm trying to figure it out. Because Ashley just said, this is what happens in our lives. Like, people don't want us to be great. They want us to have to abide by a different set of rules that make sense to them. And in the meantime, I can be loud. I can be quiet. I can be brash. I can be... But why y'all take that? Why that can't be... Diagon Alley is the fifth chapter. Harry wakes up, is excited about the fact that he's going to Hogwarts. He now knows that there's a school for wizards. He understands he's a wizard and he recognizes that Hagrid has just told him he's the most famous wizard because he's the only living person to survive the Ava Kedavra spell. Yo, how fucking dope would that be though? Like I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. Yeah, like, right? You know what I'm saying? You, your, your life is shit, right? Your life is shit. And then all of a sudden some big ass motherfucking giant person that you've never seen in life. So you kind of believe the shit that he's talking because you've never seen somebody that fucking big, right? Tell you that you are a fucking wizard. And you're like, well, what the fuck does that mean? This nigga so, so I have a parallel in my own life. I'm afraid to share it, Adrian. Yeah, listen, listen. His life is trash as shit, so right? But so out of the blue, some big ass motherfucker went on with, with, with some chinchilla. And he like, yo, you a wizard, Willie. Uh, wizard, uh, fucking... <laughs> Harry. Harry, I call him Willie. We got a, you're a wizard, Harry. And that nigga's like, yeah, I. Right. That's what I felt like going to college. Like, I was like, oh, I'm so weird compared to all these people because I went to like a. Why? Did you feel that way? Kind of. Yeah, I feel that way. Too. And I went to college and I was like, oh, shit, I'm normal. Yeah. And I was fly. You, you kind of felt like you was on some chosen shit. Like, oh, because the niggas that you fuck with on a regular basis, they didn't go to school. You know what I'm saying? So what was so different about you that you decided to fucking go to school and everybody looking at you like... This is this definitely changed to a you perspective. Is it yeah. me? Is it me? Yeah. What? Y'all niggas, y'all went there first. I'm her, but You she, went there first. But my college experience was more like, I grew up around a lot of privileged white kids. Okay. When I went to college, it was like my first chance to be around other black people. And instead of being the odd man out, I finally was like, oh my gosh, I found my people. Did they come to you and be like, you're black? Or were they like, what are you? Did they touch your hair? Couple things. First of all, we grew up in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Every motherfucker in Washington yeah, like, knows what makes kids look black. Did they touch your hair? Did they ever touch your heritage? You know what I will say though? 
I'm not trying to defend white people, but white people even touch their own hair a lot. Have you noticed that? Hey, but but they let you light a candle during Kwanzaa. We're asking you, Felicia, did you let them white people touch your hair? I think it happened. I light a candle during Kwanzaa. But also at that time, I don't think I really even had that mentality. Like now I have logistic, logistical, no, logical reasons why I don't want you touching my hair. I've got the right amount of product. I don't That's want- That's not what I asked you. I asked you, you, heard what asked you, asked you me. I gave an you answer. let the white folks yeah. touch your hair. Yeah. At, I did not have a lot of white people touch my hair when I was Huh? When I was young, yes, not in my teenage years. Mm. Here's what happens. So Harry says, look, Hagrid, I'm really excited that I'm a wizard, but you just said something about the school. Like, how am I going to afford to go? You already know that Vernon and Petunia are not going to pay for it. So Hagrid's looking at him like, are you crazy? Your parents had you set up. Like, I don't know if they had wizard life insurance or what happened. Because, you know, Harry's parents were only like 21. And at 21, I was making zero dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and we're going to talk well, they, about later, too. They must have had, like, some wizard jobs with life insurance. I feel a certain way about the cake that Harry had. Because he's like, he's like, look, we're going to go to the bank. We're going to pick up some of your money. We're going to go to Diagon Alley. We're going to get your books. We're going to get all this stuff. I'm going to set you up. Hagrid says to Harry, hmm. Gringotts Bank is the safest place Except for maybe Hogwarts. Those are facts. You would be mad to Hogwarts is more safe. I mean, I feel like that said a lot in this series. The safest place. I am nervous about this world. But Harry has money. Hagrid takes him to the bank. And as they get there, he's like, Yeah, we want to get money out of this vault, which is Harry's vault, but also I gotta pick up something secret. Now, this is at the point when I recognize. Hagrid can't hold water. Mm -hmm. Hagrid is always given the business. Like you it's can me. tell Hagrid. It's me. I'm so sorry, you guys. I am not afraid to tell shit to Ashley. I will I cannot. I'm. You don't want to tell Ashley nothing. I thought like if you told me something, there's an automatic plus two. I'm telling Jamika and I'm telling Jessica. They go into ha they go into Gringotts and Hagrid has the task of picking something up for Professor Dumbledore, who's the headmaster of Hogwarts, which is. He, Harry finds out that Hagrid is picking up something from a vault that is very important mm -hmm. and very secret, but he shouldn't even have said. So when they get there, um, Hagrid's kind of telling about stuff. Harry learns about the Ministry of Magic, whose main job is just to keep magic from muggles. Like, they're like, look, we had a magic war years ago. It didn't go Did well. You Did I? No, I didn't have a magic no, war. No, I'm just asking, did you go through chapter five because i don't feel like you really described diagon alley at all she ain't even there yet that's chapter five is diagon alley. Yes, but listen, he's still five. talking about so, shit. i'm talking about how they're going to gringotts bank yeah she ain't even made it there yet yeah and harry's learning about the ministry of magic the fact that there's a um like a president that we would call which is a minister of magic They've got all those different things that like apply to their world. And Harry's just kind of like, oh my gosh. So they get the money out and then Harry realizes he's got to buy books. He's got to buy an owl, a, to a toad or a cat. He's got to get a wand. He's got to get his, you know, his, his gear. You know what I mean? It's yeah, the beginning of school. Yeah. He's got to go school shopping. He's got to get his- he school shopping for sure. Yeah. 
So they go to Diagon Alley and they're going to get a wand. So this was really interesting to me because I didn't think of it as being this way. And I remember when I read it for the first time, he goes in and it's like the dude immediately like knows who he is. I mean, and this isn't the first time. Hagrid was kind of showing him about. Hagrid was showing out for sure. Yeah, he was yeah. Like, Oh my God. He, was, he, he, had, he had people with him. He was like, yeah, yeah. Y'all met my nigga Harry? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my man's in there. They go into, what bar was that? They went into the bar, Hogsmeade? No, not Hogsmeade. The Boar's Head. Boar's Head, yeah. And he's like, yeah. People are like, Harry Potter, thank you so much. And this is the first that Harry, like, Harry has heard that he's the most famous wizard, but he doesn't know it until people just know Everybody who he knew who he was. And he meets this professor, and it's the first professor he meets, and the professor is so intimidated, he's like stuttering. Yeah, he was over there. He was he, he was shaky as fuck. He was he was like, oh, oh, no, 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 nice to meet you, Harry Potter. He's like, that's squirrel. And I was like, what better of a- Suspect like a motherfucker. Right. So Harry has to go get his wand. He goes in there, and the wand maker's name is Ollivander. He's like, let me, you, it's the wand finds you. You don't find the wand. So he starts yeah. handing Harry wands. And as Harry's trying them out, it's like the first one goes and he's like, nope, that's not the right one. The second one he picks up, it makes everything fall over. That's not the right one. And then he says, I wonder. And he goes and he picks out a very specific wand. He comes back mm-hmm. to Harry, he hands it to him. And all of a sudden it's like, oh. <laughs> How was it? Oh. You guys know what I'm talking about. So it turns out this one, he says, it's so interesting that this one would be made for you when it's twin, meaning the twin core gave you that scar and the yeah. twin core is made from a Phoenix feather. So now Harry knows that the wand that Voldemort has is the same core as the one that he's been given. Mm-hmm. But there's already a connection here between him and this man who tried to kill him. Can we and talk about... Can yeah. we talk about the goddamn wand maker's eyes that they, they were silver? That shit was always weird to me when I read you that. You remember that? You didn't read the book, but you didn't uh, read it. Yeah. I remember a lot of shit. I, listen, my short time memory's fucked up, but my long term, I remember everything. And I remember he had his silver eyes, and I remember Harry Potter not really liking him. I believe that you remember Ollivander's eyes. You don't, why wouldn't you remember that shit? His eyes were silver. Exactly. Do you remember? No. You don't remember his eyes being silver? No, but I, I just read the chapter. But I also read the books a lot longer ago Facts. than you guys did. So Facts. I don't remember. I just read it and did not remember. I'm saying that his eyes were silver? Were like yeah, I mean, I just read it again. But I'm saying, like, you don't, y'all don't remember his eyes being that silver? Yeah. As he's getting his wand, he settles on this wand that found him. He's excited about it. He walks out, and this is such a beautiful moment. Hagrid walks up with this huge, beautiful, snowy owl as a present to Harry for his 11th birthday. Mr. Pitbull. I will never get a Pitbull. I hate your fingers. I just love that that's who Hagrid is. Mm-hmm. Because, and so he names the owl. Hedwig. 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 I was going to say Pigwigeon, but I know that that's, that ends up Go being ahead, somebody else's owl later on. Yeah. Okay. So I just, you know, that one was tough. That one was tough. We'll go ahead and go there. So um, another funny part about Diagon Alley is they talk about 
um, wizard money. Cause she drunk. She drunk. She there. Well, tell your story. Listen, she glistening. Tell your story. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you guys some questions. I'm gonna see who remembers. Who knows what the gold coins are called? Oh, like coins. Quit. Quit. No, no. Galleons. Oh. It starts with a Q. Galleons. Galleons. Okay. Oh, okay. Not Q is a G. Okay, so the one under that, and I always think of galleons as quarters because then the silver. A galleon is dollars, man. Okay, okay. So there are seventeen sickles to a galleon. Mm. How many nuts are to a sickle? No, you you're fine. Hey man, this because you fucking figured out some yeah, shit yeah, and you wrote it down. Shit. That you know. That for us. Yes. So and I gotta get the fuck out of here. To get his robes, and he is introduced to his first other wizard student. There is a blonde boy giving direction to the man who's trying to take his measurements. Man. And America's make America great again, ass motherfucker. That is such a good comparison. Hey, he's so, listen, if you thought about the whole Malfoy family, they was fucking Trump supporters like a motherfucker. Like, so tough, right? Like, like pure blood, like all that. I mean, just to a T. To a T. So this boy's in there. He's like, so you're Hogwarts too, huh? Right? Just ready. Just ready. Just ready. So now he's asking questions like, so you play Quidditch? And you know, Harry doesn't know anything. Harry barely right, knows. You don't know shit. So he's like, wait, what are we talking? Like, he's trying to keep up. He doesn't right. really realize right away that this dude is just bad. But the way the kid talks is just so condescending. It's so, yeah. he's like, uh, no. Got a red hat on. He has a red hat on. He has and a he red motherfucking hat on. Stuff, like, so here's a quote that I wanted to read you guys, because I know mm -hmm. you guys are going to be assholes. Got you. Okay. So he says, so now he's trying, he's kind of given Harry some insight, like what house you want to be in, be in all that. Harry doesn't know. The boy's name, oh, he doesn't say yet, but the boy says, no one really knows until they get there, do they? But I'll be in Slytherin. Our family always has been. Imagine being in Hufflepuff. I think I'd leave, wouldn't you? I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> no, you're a Hufflepuff. Hard work. I'm just saying, like, think about who this boy is. Could you imagine being a Hufflepuff? Jesus Christ, I would kill myself. Those are bad. Obviously, this boy is talking about all the great stuff about Hogwarts, and it sounds very elitist. So, end of day, he says, "Oh, isn't that that Hagrid guy?" And Harry's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's Hagrid. He's the groundskeeper at Hogwarts." And the boy's like, "Yeah, I've heard of him. Isn't he like a servant?" So immediately, Harry's like. Eh, I'm liking this dude less and less. Like, I'm not about this. So then this kid starts giving some context into like what this whole Slytherin or um, make America great again thought yeah. process is. Yeah. And so he's like yelling at the guy that's like trying to help him out with his robes. And it's just like, at the end of the day, he's like, yeah, no, this is not what's up. That's so. As he's talking to the guy, he starts to recognize that there's a thought process behind like a hierarchy in the wizard world. There's wizard born, 
pure blood, right? So that means like my family's all wizards, both my parents are wizards. Then there's muggle-born, which is you have two muggle parents and you just popped out a wizard. Then you have um, a half-blood, which means one parent is a muggle, one parent is a wizard. You also have a squib, which is two wizarding parents, no wizarding ability. Did they so talk about squib yet? I feel like squib was like later in the game. It is, but I didn't feel like it hurt the story to explain that. Okay. I just all had right, to get all the categories. All right. So now that like Harry understands this, he's kind of asking Hagrid, like, like, what's the deal? Like, am I not as good as somebody else? And he's like, but you're not from a muggle family. But didn't Malfoy like leave and said Trump 2020 motherfucker? Yeah, I mean, that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right. That's what he said that. He's like, Trump 2020 motherfucker and left. Yeah, he was all like, I love the blacks. That's what, that's, <laughs> what I, that's what I heard him say. So when Harry goes back to Hagrid, he's just asking a lot of questions like, like, you know, am I not as good as other people? Like, what's Quidditch? And then Hagrid's just like, man, this kid knows nothing. And I started thinking about that. Could you imagine? It'd be like being adopted into a white family and they don't tell you anything about being black and then you go to an HBCU. <laughs> and they're like, you don't know who Tony 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 is? I'm at the end of Diagon Alley. Harry's got his book. He's got his owl, he's got his wand, and he's got to go back to the Dursleys until it's time to leave for school. And that would be the fucking worst. You dope, yeah, you yeah, dope as shit. Dope ass shit, and, they, and, and you just got, you just found out that you got all the cake, you got all the fucking he guac. Stay you got all the guac. Stay. But listen, you got all the guac. I said that's what I said to that's you too. Hey, but that goes back to my original question about how does humility play into this? That's when I said when you're ten and you get your first letter that has your name on it. That's a different type of humility than knowing that like Book grew up knowing he's a key from day one. Uh oh, she's clapping, y'all. That's that's black folks. That's black folks in general. I'm saying that that's black, black folks fuck with black folks in that's general. The part of humility that factors into all of this is knowing you're a king at 10 years old versus day one is totally different. He still went back and still endured whatever he had to do with them. But that's the point of even it be your own people sometimes it's like, hey, you're not that great. Why did the Dursleys not want him to know who he was so bad? They were scared. Conflicted with their own hierarchy. It would have conflicted so high with their own hierarchy of what is superior that it would have fucked up their whole value system. That is the world right now. The, exactly. The meek shall inherit the motherfucking world. And, hey, black folks run this whole shit. Okay. And then you and know why they treat us bad? Us for everything. Here's what I'm going to say, though, Ashley. One of the things that you said about this book was the idea that hope, you have to know things are messed up. And when you don't know things are messed up, and this is what happens in the world today, we hear constantly about how if you don't like it, go somewhere else. You don't know how much worse it is. And the point is, is if I can't see that there's better to be had, right. then what are we fighting for? And if right. you don't see that there's better to be had, it's because you're of the privilege to not see what other people don't have, right? right. So 